When you're hiring, it feels amazing to finally close out a job search. But what if you could get rid of the search and just match? You can with Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites according to a recent Indeed survey. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Some people just know the best rate for you is a rate based on you with Allstate. Not one based on the driver who treats the highway like a racetrack and the shoulder like a passing lane. Why pay a rate based on anyone else? Get one based on you with DriveWise from Allstate. Not available in Alaska or California, subject to terms and conditions. Rates are determined by several factors, which vary by state. In some states, participation in DriveWise allows Allstate to use your driving data for purposes of rating. While in some states, your rate could increase with high-risk driving. Generally, safer drivers will save with DriveWise. Allstate Fire and Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates North Park, Illinois. The following is a presentation of IMG. America is America's home for college sports. We are here together as a family. We are here to support each other. Chant her glory. We have to be able to push them. Sing the story. To help them get to a place where they're having a breakthrough. We are Mighty Oregon. Keeps his feet. Back the other way. Looks it toward the end zone. 10-5. Touchdown. That's a touchdown. Is Oregon football. Why are guys getting better and pushing? Because there's a guy right behind them and a guy right behind him. And that's where it should be, right? This is the Oregon Football Coaches Show, presented by The Cooler. Voted Eugene's number one sports bar on the Oregon IMG Sports Network. The Oregon Football Coaches Show is also brought to you by Pepsi. Go Ducks! Drink Pepsi! Now, let's talk Oregon Ducks football. Alongside Mike Jorgensen and Joey Mack, here's the voice of the Ducks, Jerry Allen. Welcome inside The Cooler. Joey Mack here, pinch hitting for Jerry Allen tonight on what is going to be a very fun show. The man to my right, Mike Jorgensen, Terry Johns, turning the knobs with us. Court Dennison is going to join us. Outside linebackers coach just got here. We're going to talk with him coming up. Uh, He's a Husky who's now a duck. He went to the right side of the rivalry, didn't he? (laughs) He did, yeah. He's on the right side of the coast, and that's the best thing right now. We'll talk about that. Uh, Also, Troy Dye is going to join us here coming up tonight. The preseason All-American. He's on the watch list for pretty much every defensive award that you could think of. Going to be a fun show coming your way tonight. All right. Looking back a little bit. uh, Didn't go the way. Quickly. Quickly. (laughs) Didn't go the way that the Ducks wanted. I think that we can all agree a few miscues that ultimately Stanford took advantage of, but still a lot of good things to take from that game. And now, hey, it's time to hit the road, baby. Yeah, I mean, an amazing amount of good things to take from that game. It's, you know, sometimes obviously the the better Tim 
the better team did not win that game. But, I agree. But it, it doesn't always work out that way. I mean, it just doesn't. And Oregon played so well. There are so many different things. I look, uh, look forward to talking to Coach Dennison about when he had a chance to watch that film, like we do with Mario. What did you like? Because there's so much to like about what this team did last week on offense, on defense, on special teams, the way that they controlled the line of scrimmage uh, from the get-go. It, it just there's so much to be able to take away from this, and, and just uh, again, I think they're going to take a lot of momentum uh, as this week has gone on down to Berkeley. Justin Herbert was 25 for 27 with both of the yeah. incompletions. That's in regulation. They hit hands of receivers. You played quarterback. How impressive was that performance oh, from Herbert? Jeez, I mean, he was in rhythm from the get-go. Uh, he was seeing the field. The offensive line was doing a good job protecting him. And when you get in in in, in rhythm with a receiver like Mitchell, where he just everything was going, you know, you could go to him. All of a sudden, the defenders knew they had to back off because when you start to have success with that guy, they didn't know whether to come up and jam him at the line of scrimmage, whether you back off and keep it in front of you, as generally Stanford does. They still made plays time and time again. Big plays uh, really just kind of dissected that defense. A Stanford defense that came in stout, as you know. So uh, I- impressive. And nationally, the, the, the nation saw him on display. Uh, I wish they wouldn't have, frankly, because <laughs> yeah. you know, he's a great secret. He's not a secret. He's not a secret at all. He just played so well. Dylan Mitchell, the second most catches in a single game in, in Oregon history, the second most receiving yards in a single game in Oregon history. I think he certainly asserted himself as the alpha dog, if you can say that, at the wide receiver position. Yeah, he did. I mean, it's now all of a sudden a defense has to look at that guy, whether Oregon truly has a go-to guy or not, because they do spread the wealth so well. But if you look at his stats, they stick out above everybody else's, and in particular a a performance against one of the best defenses in the country. So he's a guy that Cal, you can bet, is looking on film and going, okay, we got to keep an eye on this guy. That's the guy we maybe have to double inside and out, bracket the cover, whatever you got to do, which makes everybody else that much better. Oregon's 3-1, and one, and we're going to talk a lot of defense. One number that I want to throw out before we talk with Coach Dennison about this and more. The Oregon defense is allowing just 2.13 yards per carry. That is ridiculously good. That's third in the country in terms of rushing defense and yards per carry. The run has been... Uh, not good for the opposition against the Ducks. No, I tell you, at the line of scrimmage, and when the stats play out, again, we'll get a, a chance to, to talk to Coach Dennison about it, but when you look at the stats and the way they play out in relation to who has the most tackles, and again, I don't care who has the most tackles, but you do when you see the four linebackers, for the most part, lead the team in tackles, which means at the line of scrimmage, they're doing exactly what they're supposed to be doing. Jordan Scott, yeah. uh, I think we saw a lot of him. I think the nation not only saw a lot of Justin Herbert, but I think Jordan Scott, yeah. the nation saw just how good yep. that guy is. Court Dennison's going to join us. Uh, Troy Dye on his way as well. We're here at the Cooler. Join us for the Oregon Football Coaches Show every Wednesday night. But reminder, no show next week. It's a bye week. Have a little vacation for yourselves. I, I don't know what Jorgie's doing for vacation. <laughs> Anything I'll exciting? Find something. He'll find something. So reminder, no show next week, but then we'll be back with you two weeks. It's all here at the Cooler, voted the number one sports bar in Eugene. Court Dennison joins us next on the Oregon IMG Sports Network.
The Cooler is the one place in Eugene that for 40 years has been known as the home for great sports and entertainment, including all the duck tailgating you can handle. Whether watching on the wall-to-wall flat-screen TVs with a big 15-foot projection screen as the centerpiece or just talking ducks with friends, then there's the food and the great beverages, breakfast, lunch, or dinner seven days a week starting at 7 a.m. Toss in free parking and oh so close to Onsen, need I say more? The Cooler's got it all on Centennial Loop in Eugene across from Lithia. When you've got your sights set on a goal, whether it's planting roots, planning your future, or going for the big win, you do what it takes to make it happen. And On Point Community Credit Union can help. We support our community with local banking and lending that unlocks opportunities. Because just like our Oregon Ducks, we play as a team and we win as one too. On Point is a proud sponsor of University of Oregon Athletics. Join in at onpointcu.com. Federally insured by NCUA, equal opportunity lender. There's a new season on Pac-12 Network. The slate's been wiped clean, and only you can dictate what happens next. What happens next is when it starts to count. So make it count. This is next level. This is happening. This is your destiny, and there's no avoiding it. Expectations don't matter. Reputation doesn't matter. Only thing that matters is what comes next. Watch on Pac-12 Networks. We are the men of Oregon. Ducks football on the Oregon IMG Sports Network. Hey, you. Yeah, you. Hi, I'm Lenny the Lifeguard. I only have a few seconds during this timeout to give you a few tips on ways to reduce stormwater pollution. Number one, fix any leaks your vehicle may be dripping on roadways. Number two, pick up after your pets. If they, uh, you know, go while walking, these items can get washed down the storm drain when it rains and end up polluting our lakes and streams. Please remember to hop to it. Protect our water because clean water is everyone's responsibility. This message brought to you by Stormwater Mascot, Lenny the Lifeguard. Adopt U.S. Kids presents what to expect when you're expecting a teenager learning the lingo hundo p hundo p adjective short for being 100 sure or certain as in if we get a puppy i'll hundo p always walk it you don't have to speak teen to be a perfect parent thousands of teens in foster care will love you just the same visit adoptuskids.org brought to you by the u.s department of health and human services adopt u.s kids and the ad council Welcome back inside the cooler, the Oregon Football Coaches Show. Joey Mack, pinch hitting for Jerry Allen tonight. Mike Jorgensen up here. And today's show brought to you by the RV Corral. Enjoy the adventure. Jerry might be in his RV right now. Who knows? It's always a possibility Could be. for one Jerry Allen. Court Dennison is the man sitting on the far side of the table. Outside linebackers coach for the Ducks. He joined the staff in January of 2018, just seven years removed from playing at Washington and in your final campaign led the team in tackles with 128, led the conference in tackles as well. That's a lot of tackles, Coach. It is a lot of tackles. Uh, there might have been a lot of missed tackles on there too that I <laughs> count for. <laughs> All right, let's talk a little bit about uh, the game and what you've done in your career. We'll do it for the next couple segments here. What do you make of your team's defense so far? Let's talk generally and your thoughts, including the Stanford game, good things, bad things. What do you want to work on? I thought defensively in the Stanford game, uh, a lot of good things came about, especially against the run. Uh, it was a tough physical brand of football that we played. 
Um, you know, obviously, like we, we talked about earlier, everything starts up front. And when you got players like Jordan Scott in the middle who are demanding double teams, uh, it makes everything easy for the, for the linebackers. And, um, you know, people like Justin and Jalen do a great job on the edge, setting edges, and it frees up people like Lana and Troy and, and our inside backers to make plays. So, um, obviously, there's, there's room for improvement in everything we do, but I thought we did a really good job against the run, and we'll continue to work uh, each and every week on, on uh, the pass game and pass coverage. It was a tough matchup. We talked about that during the break, too, where at the line of scrimmage, you guys took care of business, did a nice job. And not that the DPs, the DBs weren't fighting to do – they did do a good job, but at the same time, when you've got three or four big – physical receivers like that and even when you know it's coming it's so tough to defend it is and um you know it starts with their offensive line they did a really good job protecting the quarterback uh they kept multiple people in uh and then like you said they have you know wide receivers who can make plays and not only that they have tight ends too who are six four six five six six who can um you know they got great ball skills who can go and stretch the field vertically and you know, that creates tough matchups for defensive backs. Stuffing the run for your team this year. I mean, you heard me mention the number. 2.13 yards per carry. You guys have been a top five defense against the run over the course of this season so far. What are the keys to that? Starts in the middle. It starts with people like Jordan Scott. When you have a 3-4 scheme, everything is surrounded by uh, the up front, and it starts with, you know, the nose guard, and that's Jordan. And when he demands double teams along with the other two defensive linemen, uh, it makes everybody's jobs easier. You're going to have people who are free and unblocked, and then you're going to have people who are on one-on-one blocks that got to win. So when, when Jordan is dominating like he's doing and demanding double teams, it makes everybody's job easier around him. It sure is nice for you to, to, to play a position like you did, a linebacker at the University of Washington, outstanding linebacker up there. And, you know, Troy Dye's trying to obviously close in on you. He's 51 tackles behind you. That's we distract anyway. Uh, so we've got to make sure we let him know that. But you're still young. You get af- after it out there with those guys. Talk about being able to take the experience of all the big games that you played in and being able to carry that forward, not only at Louisville, but here. Yeah, I just I try and help these guys as much as I can. I've been in their shoes. Uh, and like you said, it wasn't too long ago on any you know, type of advice I could give them, whether it's a pre-snap key um, you know, or a way to play a certain type of formation, anything I can do to help them out, um, you know, I'm, I'm willing and I'm wanting to do, obviously. Um, you know, I'm, I'm younger and these kids will, will gravitate towards me because, the, you know, this type of scheme, the up-tempo stuff I've played in and I've seen. And, um, you know, any kind of knowledge and any kind of advice I can give these guys, um, I'm going to give. And, and the best part about it is they're all coachable. They're, none of these linebackers are hard-headed and think they know everything. You know, they want to learn more, more and more each and every day, even a kid like Troy who's been an all-conference player. Um, you know, he's got all the tools to play at the next level. He wants to get better every day. And it's not just the games, it's a practice too. So when you've got guys who are willing and eager to get better, who want to be coached and want to be coached hard, that's the fun part of the job. And, and that's what makes everything so satisfying. Do you really find that most players naturally gravitate to you as a younger coach and to younger coaches in general? I mean, is, is that I, happen a lot? I, I think so. Uh, you know, I think you got to use your, your youth to your advantage. I mean, and when these kids know that you've done what they're doing, and that you've been in their shoes, whether it's a freshman, you're the first time on campus and you're away from home and you've got a 9 p.m. study session or a 6 a.m. workout, you know, you, you've been in their shoes on a road game or you've been in a bowl game like they've been in. When, you, when, you, when they know you've been in, in their shoes, um, you know, they ha- it's a trust factor and they, you know, will gravitate towards you and, and they're going to want your advice on things. What's the biggest challenge for a guy like Jalen Jokes who goes from playing defensive line 
to, to an outside line. Well, and not full-time because you can shift him around. He's that versatile. Right. What's the biggest challenges he faces as a guy moving from down in the three-point and having to cover in space and do different things like That's that? That's the biggest thing. He's always had his hand down, and he's always, you know, been on the line. And when you get out in space and you have to stand up, and for pre-snap, you got to recognize formations. And then there's motions that come with those kind of things. And whether you're the fourth rusher or whether you're the dropper, and then you have to learn coverage. That's the thing that uh, can be challenging. But Jalen's great. Um, you know, he's obviously one of those coachable guys. Um, you know, he'll go back and forth between Coach Salade's room and I so he can still get the, the D-line work in and then get coverage aspects with me. And um, he's done a great job. He's a great kid, and I, I love coaching Jalen. How about Justin Hollins, uh, kind of his partner in crime, if you will? Dating back to last year, those two have combined for 38 tackles for loss, yep. Jalen Jelks and Justin Hollins. What makes Justin Hollins so special? I think his, his knowledge of the game, obviously he's a great athlete. And, you know, he's when he goes to the next level, he's going to wow you with the combine um, numbers that he's going to put up. But his football IQ and his knowledge of the game is off the charts. He not only knows the D-line, he knows the linebackers, he knows the back end. He can tell you the why and the schematics of the whole defense. When you, know, when you have someone who has that football IQ and you add it to a physical talent level that he has – you're bound for success. So there's a reason why he's been so successful, and, uh, you know, I have no doubt that he'll play at the next level. What a huge benefit for a guy like Adrian Jackson to be able to learn from guys like he and Lamar Winston and right. the leaders that you've needed this week, not only based on how they lead young guys, right. but to lead you past last week's game onto this week's game. Right. And, and the thing I noticed, too, is about these, these older guys, it's not just – you know, they're not just leading on the field. It's off the field. It's in the classroom, the meeting rooms. It's, you know, understanding the game, you know, the ins and the outs of the schematics of the whatever we're doing. And, um, you know, the people like Lamar and, and Justin and Troy, what they're doing off the field for these younger guys, um, you know, it's awesome. How about Adrian Jackson? I mean, he's a guy that we've – talking with Coach Levitt, talking with you, he can play both inside and outside. I mean, th right. that, that's pretty impressive for a young guy, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, he's – He's physically gifted. Let's just say that. He's 6'2". He's 225 pounds. He runs 4'4". Um, you know, he bench presses over 350 pounds. And when you have the, the physical uh, skill set that he's been given, um, and then he's obviously sharp and has a, a, you know, a good knowledge base of being able to play inside and out and the position flexibility that he adds in that. Um, it, for a coach, you know, that adds a lot of value because you can do so many different things with him. So Adrian's been very impressive so far. You're, you're listed as outside linebacker coach. Mm -hmm. How involved are you with the inside guys as well? I think uh, Coach Levin and I do a really good job of, you know, overlapping with each other. Obviously, last year I was the inside linebacker coach at Louisville, mm -hmm. and I played inside linebacker. So, um, you know, th as much as, you know, the knowledge that we can we'll share with one another, and if I see one thing, I could say one thing. If he sees another thing for an outside linebacker, you know, he, he can tell me things. So I think it's a, a good mix and match of, of, you know, knowledge bases and, and helping these guys out. Court Dennison is our guest here inside the cooler for the Oregon Football Coaches Show. Uh, the other star of the show has, has arrived, Troy Dye, sitting over to our left. We'll talk with him coming up in just a little while. And more with Coach Dennison when we come back here on the Oregon Football Coaches Show on the Oregon IMG Sports Network. Traffic. It can be more stressful than that last-second Hail Mary pass. But Nissan changed the game. Nissan Rogue has available Nissan Intelligent mobility like pro pilot assist that can start and stop in highway traffic all on its own and help keep you centered nissan road it's a game changer get to nissan proud supporter of college athletics 
ProPilot Assist is an available feature and cannot prevent collisions. Always monitor traffic conditions. Keep both hands on the steering wheel. See owner's manual for safety information. Like any winning team, it takes every part of EMC Insurance companies working together to successfully ensure that our agents, policyholders, and employees can count on EMC. And they do. They count on our broad range of insurance products and services. They count on our superior level of personalized service, and they trust that we will continue to be a financially stable partner just like we have been for more than 100 years. All of this makes EMC one of the nation's premier insurance companies, and that's something you can always count on. Start your next adventure at the RV Corral, where travel trailers and fifth wheels are your way to a summer of fun. Relax in the comfortable and stylish Keystone Cougar, America's number one selling brand. Family-friendly features starting as low as $28,995. Whether you need lots of beds, storage space, a kitchen island, or outdoor entertainment with Keystone Cougar, the options are endless. Summer won't wait for you, so visit either location, Highway 99 in Eugene, and now conveniently located off I-5 at Coburg on Roberts Road, or shop the inventory at rvcorral.com. Enjoy the adventure. Or Jerry, Georgie, and Joey after this timeout. This is the Oregon IMG Sports Network. I'm probably okay to have one more drink before I drive home. I'm probably okay. I open the window to stay alert. Probably okay. I just popped some gum in my mouth. Step out of the car, please. I probably made a mistake. Probably okay isn't okay when it comes to drinking and driving. If you see a warning sign, stop and call a cab, a car, or a friend. Buzzed driving is drunk driving. A message brought to you by NHTSA and the Ad Council. Open calendar. What's my schedule looking like? Next Thursday, you will be caught in an emergency flash flood between Park and First Street. What? No, no, that, that doesn't work. I'm, I'm busy then. Decline. De decline. Floods don't exactly work around your schedule. Disasters don't plan ahead, but you can. It starts with talking to your loved ones about making an emergency plan. So don't wait, communicate. Get started today at ready.gov plan. Brought to you by FEMA and the Ad Council. Back inside the cooler, Joey Mack, Mike Jorgensen, and outside linebackers coach Court Dennison here with us talking defense. And we've been talking about the trip to Cal now coming up as well. How have the guys responded in practice this week? You guys been happy with the work heading into the first road test with classes back in session, all that going on? And like you said, you know, school started this week. Yeah. So things got moved up a little bit. And, you know, the kids have done a really good job with their time management, still being early to meetings, keeping our culture um, good and yeah, practice has been great. You know, our, our main emphasis this whole week has been to shake off the game. There's nothing we can do about the game. Obviously, the outcome isn't how we liked it. Um, you know, but shake it off and, and we'll be try and get you know focused for this week and realize that we have a, a very tough game coming up on Saturday night uh, in Berkeley and they're a very good football team and, and we need to you know divert all our attention to them. Going back to when you first came to Oregon. Mm -hmm. Let's go back even a little further to, to your time at Louisville. You were a GA, got your yep. master's while you were there. Yep. How valuable was that experience to be a GA, get that master's degree? That had to be a cool experience at Louisville. It was it was huge. And I went to graduate school, and my mom told me if I didn't get my, my master's degree, she'd kill me. So <laughs> I, I'm glad I got it. But um, that's how I started. I was a graduate assistant. I got done playing in 2011. Uh, was a graduate assistant for my first year at Western Kentucky because the defensive coordinator at Washington went there in 2013. Um, and then I 
finished my graduate uh, assistantship in at Louisville, and it was a great experience for me. Obviously, it's you know when you're a player, you have no idea what the coaches do, you have no idea about the hours they put in, um, and for me to realize that, realize that it's not just fun and games, and you know there's demanding hours, and there's you know a lot of things that go on behind the scenes that you never know about as a player. So that was good for me, and I learned under. Um, a great, you know, set of coaches. Uh, you know, I've been a sponge, tried to be a sponge everywhere I've been and, and just continue to learn and, and develop as a coach. So I've been uh, extremely blessed and, and fortunate, and uh, I'm very happy to be here. Great opportunity was presented to you here at University of Oregon, and you grabbed it. Cool. Why? What, what excited you about the opportunity? Being able to work, and I say this all the time, work with a coach like Coach Cristobal. I don't work with, and everybody knows this, we don't work for him, we work with him. It's a team, it's a we uh, it's an us mentality. You know, he's totally committed, um, obviously, to the coaching staff, and, and he gets it. You know, he's very family-oriented. It's great culture, and he's the type of coach you want to work with. Um, I love coming to work every day. It's a positive culture. It's a positive environment. Um, you know, and I'm extremely excited about the future of this program. When you were at Louisville, you also crossed paths with Keith Hayward in 2016. Coaching's not a very big, uh, big place, is not it? Not a big tree. I mean, <laughs> it's, it's a lot of times like life. You yeah. know, it's not as much about what you know as it is about who you know. So uh, I did work with Keith. Keith and I coached the defensive backs at Louisville. Uh, two years ago, and I'm a big fan of Keith Hayward. How about recruiting and how that's been part of your duties? It was at Louisville. Yeah, you were yeah. the recruiting coordinator. I mean, what, yeah. how much has re- recruiting really taken off? And, and maybe what are some of the, the differences recruiting at Louisville and re- recruiting at Oregon now in your position? When, when you're a younger coach, you've got to have a niche. You've got to have something that you really can separate yourselves from all the other coaches. And, you know, I've tried to point that for recruiting. It's been me. I've been trying to um, do as much as I can on the recruiting field. And uh, recruiting is constant. There can never be a day off with recruiting. It's, it's 24-7, 365, um, especially with uh, social media these days, how it is. So um, it's very time-demanding. It's very relationship-oriented. But, um, you know, if you want to win a lot of games on Saturdays, you know, the major focal point of a program needs to be recruiting. So uh, I was fortunate at Louisville. I recruited uh, the, the South Florida area. Uh, I was fortunate enough to recruit people like Lamar Jackson and, and some of the players uh, in that area. And now I, I've since moved out to the West Coast. But, um, you know, it's the lifeblood of a program, and, and you got to take it seriously day in, day out. And, uh, you know, our staff does a great job, and that all stems from the top and Coach Cristobal and his dedication towards it. You must look You must look back. I mean, you're a young guy. Jeez, you sure. play. I mean, 2011 is when you finished up. That's not that much far removed. You've, you've coached in four bowl games, I believe. Yep. You played in two bowl games. You coached or were part of a staff with Lamar Jackson, a Heisman Trophy winner. You played against a Heisman Trophy winner in, in, at, against Baylor in the Alamo Bowl. I mean, you you must pinch yourself sometimes, and yet you got to stay focused. No, right? I, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm just lucky. I've been around good people. I've been around, you know, people who, um, you know, are looking out for others, who are, who are unselfish people. And like I said, I've tried to be a sponge in, in the coaching world and, and learn as much as I can because I've been around a lot of good minds, uh, you know, and I, I try and take and, um, you know, steal as many things that I think are, are helpful, you know, in my coaching career from others. So, um, like I said, I'm, I'm blessed, I'm fortunate, and I'm, I'm very excited to be here. Jorgie said, I mean, you talk about the experience with, with Heisman Trophy winners. How, how does number 10 compare some of those guys? He's pretty dang good. You know, I, I, uh, I was fortunate enough to be around. Yeah, he's, he, he deserves a round of applause. He's special. I've, I've been lucky enough to be around. Uh, I played against one Heisman Trophy winner, like you said, and Robert Griffin. Then I, I coached for 
uh, three years with Lamar Jackson, uh, and he was special. But the numbers that, that number 10 puts up are, are unbelievable. The best thing about number 10, he obviously has all the physical gifts. He's, you know, got the arm. He's got the C6-5. The best thing about number 10 is the kind of person he is. He is unselfish. He's, you know, he, he, he's the kind of person you want leading a program. He's an ambassador for a program. He's doing things right on and off the field. You know, it speaks volumes, obviously, what he's doing in the classroom, too. When you have your own plaque at the Jaquar Academic Center and you haven't even finished your schoolwork, that says something about your character. So he's the man who, you know, who, who we're lucky to have leading our program, and um, you know, I'm very glad he's on our side. We haven't had a chance to ask you. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> haven't had a chance to ask you about Cal. Tell us about Cal. Tough, uh, extremely disciplined football team defensively from, an op- from their offensive standpoint. They, um, they'll f- give us a def- bunch of different personnel groups. They're going to you know, spread the football around the field. They'll stretch us vertically. They'll get the ball out into the flat. They have four out of five returners on the offensive line. Um, they have multiple returners at the uh, wide receiver position. Their quarterbacks can really run the football. They're very dynamic um, you know, runners and passers. So we have our work cut out for us. They're uh, an undefeated football team. Um, it's going to be a night game. You know, their stadium is going to be rocking, and they're very well coached, and, um, you know, we're excited about the opportunity. Last question I have for you is some of the keys to going on the road. You know, it's the first road game for, for the guys. How, how do you approach that? Are there any unique just, keys to going on the road? You need to approach it as a business trip. Um, you know, we're not going on a vacation. It's a business trip, and treat everything on the road just like you would at home, whether it's, um, you know, a night meeting, whether it's a position meeting the next day, whether it's a walkthrough the next day. Nothing can change. You can't get off course because that's when, when things will go downhill. You just need to treat it like it's a home game, uh, be a pro about everything. It's a business trip, and, and take care of things um, on the football field. Court Dennison, outside linebackers coach. Thanks for being here. Thanks for having us, guys. Really appreciate it. it. Thank you. That was outstanding. Outstanding. Thank you again for being here. We're going to come back inside the cooler after a quick timeout. Troy Dye is going to join us up here. He's a veteran. He's going to throw the headset on. Yeah. He's coming up here with us after this on the Oregon IMG Sports Network. Duck fans unite with the official Duck Visa Rewards Card offered exclusively by OCCU. Not only does the Duck Card now give you more travel and cash rewards, you'll pay zero interest for 12 months on purchases and balance transfers. You'll also get five points per dollar on qualifying Duck purchases, like tickets, merchandise, and alumni gifts. Put the power of the Duck Card in your wallet. Apply online at myoccu.org slash ducks. Variable APR 11.74% to 26.74%. Balance transfers must be completed within first 60 days to qualify for 0% APR. Call 800-365-1111 for additional terms. Everyone wants to give their kids the world, but sending them to college can seem overwhelming. I'm John Zeiser with Country Financial, and I get it. My wife and I graduated with college debt, and we didn't want that for our three boys, Anson, Paxton, and Hawkins. So we're taking simple steps to prepare them for college, and Country Financial can help you take simple steps too. Because whether you're our customer or our family, we want you to be successful. Find an authorized representative at TakeSimpleSteps.com. He's got some speed. First, he's got some speed to the outside. Speed man of the five. It's unbelievable. It was all speed. Oregon football from IMG. The possibility of lung cancer can be pretty scary, especially if you're one of approximately 8 million current or former smokers at high risk. That's why SaveByTheScan.org wants you to know that now there's a breakthrough low-dose CT scan that can detect lung cancer early, and it only takes 60 seconds. You stop smoking, now start screening. For an easy quiz to see if you're eligible, visit SaveByTheScan.org. It could save your life. SaveByTheScan.org is brought to you by the American Lung Association's Lung Force Initiative and the Ad Council. 
No matter how large or small your digging project may be, no matter how urban or rural, you must always call 811 before any digging project. 811 is our national one-call number, alerting your local utility companies to come out and mark any lines they have near your dig site. So before you do this or this, make sure you do this. For digging projects big or small, make the call to 811. Brought to you by Common Ground Alliance. Second down and seven. Rosen, play action, a throw, hit, and goes down, and Troy Dye got into the backfield before Rosen could even turn around after the play action. That was Jerry Allen on the call as Troy Dye got to the now starting quarterback for the Arizona Cardinals, Josh Rosen. Does that ring a bell for you, Troy? Uh, not really. I mean, I remember the play, but I just don't remember the play-by-play call. But, I mean, I remember it was a, a nice little blitz I came in on and got a sack. Got to the quarterback. Troy Dye is here, ladies and gentlemen. A preseason All-American. Uh, if you look at the watch list for all of the defensive awards across the country, he's on it for the preseason. Potentially uh, going to be remembered as one of the better linebackers to ever play at Oregon. We won't get there yet. Uh, still got some to do. And I want to start, you know, we were joking with, with Coach Dennison, I believe, before you got here. Jorgie pointed this out. You realize <laughs> that you're 51 career tackles away from Coach Dennison's career total? Really? I had no idea about yeah, that. 51. I mean, 51. I'm, I'm for sure getting him. That, so, <laughs> so I can get that and hold it over his head for a little while. But, I mean, that's kind of cool. I didn't, I didn't really know that. Yeah, the countdown is on, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Talk, talk, we, we had a chance just to chat a little bit yeah. uh, when we were off the air there. Talk about Coach Dennison. New this year, yeah. uh, having played the position that you play. You started outside, moved inside. He played inside. He's coached both. Mm-hmm. Talk about what he's meant to the program, what he's meant to you. It's been super awesome to have Coach Dennison because he brings that new life a new young energy to the to the staff i mean most coaches are older guys who haven't played in uh today's game so having coach dennison being able to go to him and ask questions because he has that pac-12 mentality because he played in the pac-12 and played at a high level so i mean he helps me out with different keys and different reads to look at and i really appreciate him because he's done a lot for my game uh since he's got here last winter and he's a husky uh, yeah, that's the only problem I have. So, yeah, that's the only problem I have with him. Uh, I have a problem with Coach Hayward because he went to Oregon State. But you got to kind of just pass by those because they're in the green and yellow now and just uh, enjoy it. But he never forgot, did he? Yeah. You can see that. It's still in the yeah, back yeah. of his mind. He's still thinking about I, it. I know where, they, where they're originally from, so can't fool me. Thoughts on the defense so far for you guys? Uh, we, we've talked about and praised you guys a lot. How do you guys feel inside the program with how good the defense is? Uh, we played really well on and off. I mean, we have to be more consistent. We feel like uh, there's still a lot of things that we have to fix and clean up. But we have to play 60 minutes of football, complete football. But I think overall we're playing really well, and uh, guys are happy with the play that they're performing with. So as long as we can keep building and getting better, we'll be all right. One of the things that was big for you in the defense, and you talked about it during the preseason press conferences and everything else before you guys even started practicing, was continuity mm-hmm. and the importance of now being in the same system for a second year in a row. What's that meant to you and a lot of the other guys? It's meant a lot because, I mean, like you said, I mean, guys understand the, the basic scheme of the defense, so we're able to throw in little things here and there to help with the grand scheme of things and to be able to mesh well with guys because you're not trying to focus on the playbook. You're trying to just focus on the camaraderie and coming together as one unit has been really big for us and to not have to change lingo for another year again to, to pick up new terms and stuff like that has been super beneficial for us because guys are on the same page more often and that's something we got to keep working working on and getting better at. 
Coach Levitt, your position coach, also your defensive coordinator, what's that like with the, the boss man as it is being your position coach? It's definitely hard because, I mean, he, he harps on us the most because we are his position and he is the defensive coordinator. So anytime we can go out there and we mess up, it makes him look bad. So we try to do our best to make him look as good as he can look. So, I mean, it's super fun to have him in there because you can ask any question in the world and he has the answer for you. But at the same time, he has the answers for you. So, I mean, you have to really go out there and perform every day, whether it's practice or walk through a game. You have to really be on your P's and your Q's or he's going to dissect you and uh, really make you feel bad. <laughs> what are some of those things that, that, that he's taught you? I mean, what are the things that stick out of the last couple of years? I mean, the, the main thing is just keeping my shoulder pads low and, and moving my feet and getting to the tackle and, and thudding up really good. Because, I mean, my freshman year, I was in space, so it was kind of harder to make tackles and different different um, leverages and stuff. So when I first got moved inside, he taught me different leverages, well, how to use my hands better, um, how to stay low, and how to read guards, how to read running backs and stuff like that that I didn't have before moving to the inside. You guys, uh, obviously, he looks to you. Coach Levitt does. Coach Cristobal does. Look to you and a few others on that defensive side of the ball as leaders. You're one of the leaders of that defense. To help these guys move on from last week, and you guys, you talked about we've We've gotten after it. We've and even Coach, Coach Dennison did. We had a really good week of practice so far, particularly today. Um, what have you done? What, what, what have you done? Anything different or just get guys focused on hey, this is what's in front of us. You can't yeah. do anything what's behind us. That, that's exactly what it is. You got to just let guys know that Cal doesn't care whether we beat or lost to Stanford. They're going to try to come out there and give us their best shot. So you can sit there and dwell on it and hang your head on it, but that's going to affect your next week, and then you're going to end up with two losses. So, I mean, you got to just shake it off and get ready to go and get ready to grind because the team you're playing doesn't care about how you feel or about what's going on in your emotions. So you just got to kind of shake it off and keep moving forward because, like you said, it's dead and gone, and we can't do anything about it now. you got to keep moving forward. The sun's going to rise tomorrow, and it's going to be another beautiful day. A veteran of this team, for sure. Well said. Well said by a veteran. You enrolled in, in January of your, I guess, pre-freshman year. How valuable was that, Troy? I mean, just getting onto campus early and taking advantage of that extra time to prepare for what was an outstanding freshman All-American season. I think it was super beneficial for me because I was able to get in and, and learn a playbook at the time that was new to everybody. So I was on the same playing field as, as the seniors were and as the juniors and as the sophomores who were ahead of me. And I think another big thing was the weightlifting program. When I first got here, I, I put on 20 pounds in those first three or four months that I was here. And I don't think I would have been able to do that at the high school level just because of just the atmosphere being around just different high school players but when you get here um, you can just definitely tell it's a different vibe and you really have to go in there and work as hard as you can work because there's just somebody right next to you that's willing to take your spot and if you don't have if not playing you're not making money so I just got to go out there and just work as hard as I can every day. Why Oregon? I mean we've got a chance to probably ask you that the last couple yeah. of years and you know you had lots of choices mm -hmm. but you came here. Um, it was just, I like the family atmosphere. I mean, I love the community. I love just the beautiful state. I love the trees. Coming from Southern California, you don't see many trees. It's, it's really hot, dry. <laughs> so it was just the trees. The palm the, trees the, weren't doing it for you? No, nah, I, I was tired of those. I mean, <laughs> I just like, I like the fresh air. I mean, it's a beautiful community, and I just fell in love with it just off of my first time here. Troy Dye here with us. Uh, we're going to take a quick time out, come back, spend some more time talking with the preseason All-American inside linebacker for the Ducks. More of the Oregon Football Coaches Show, our Pepsi player spotlight after this on the Oregon IMG Sports Network. With Pac-12 Now, you've got 24-7 access to all seven Pac-12 Network's channels. Live events. Touchdown, Washington! 
original programming on demand. Mike and Ashley Emson back with you in our San Francisco studios. With the ability to customize what you want to watch wherever you want to watch it. Set your teams, set your sports, and you're all set. Pac-12 now. Download today. When you got your sights set on a goal, whether it's planting roots, planning your future, or going for the big win, you do what it takes to make it happen. And On Point Community Credit Union can help. We support our community with local banking and lending that unlocks opportunities. Because just like our Oregon Ducks, we play as a team and we win as one too. On Point is a proud sponsor of University of Oregon Athletics. Join in at onpointcu.com. Federally insured by NCUA, equal opportunity lender. This is the Oregon Football Coaches Show on the Oregon IMG Sports Network. Question. When you walk into the boardrooms of the most successful companies, who do you meet? Answer. Men and women who played high school sports. Education-based high school sports give us more than athletes we can root for. They give us leaders we can depend on. Question. So where will we find tomorrow's leaders? Answer. High School Sports. This message presented by the National Federation of State High School Associations and the National Interscholastic Athletic Administrators Association. Why was the basketball court all wet? Because the players kept dribbling on it. The dad joke. Corny, groan-worthy, but also one of the simplest ways to share a moment with your kids. What did the buffalo say when he dropped his son off for school? Bye, son. <laughs> so take a moment to make your kid laugh because dad jokes rule. Make your kid laugh today. Go to fatherhood.gov. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and the Ad Council. Diggy to throw, pressure comes, runs away to the right. Big trouble, now just launches that ball, and it was intercepted! That's a pick! That's a great catch! What a pick by Troy Dye! Diving for the ball as it's going out of bounds. Back here inside the cooler, Troy Dye here with us, and we were just talking during the break. He was a receiver a little bit in, in high school, and I think we see why, and we saw why with that play, and a great call from Jerry, our Pepsi player spotlight. So Not just hands, the hands, but the tippy yeah. toes, oh, too. Yeah, yeah. I had to get the, like, the toe tap in to make sure it was solidified that, that I was one of the best receivers on our team. <laughs> <laughs> so just had to throw that out there. Hey, so you remember that play. I, mm-hmm. It looked like he was just throwing it away. Yeah. So you robbed him, didn't you? Yeah, definitely. I saw him kind of just <laughs> scrambling out. I thought he was just going to throw it away. I didn't think he was going to throw it that shallow, so I was like, ooh, I got to make up for the pick that I dropped earlier in the game so I kind of just laid out for it we were talking about uh, why you chose Oregon take me back to, to 17 18 year old Troy Dye and if you could give one piece of advice to 17 or 18 year old Troy Dye what would it be buckle up it's going to be a long ride <laughs> <laughs> that's for sure what I tell them because college is, is definitely it's not stressful I mean school football there's, there's a lot of stuff going on be able to balance it as a young kid is, it's kind of hard at first but once you get it it's super fun. You you really enjoy it. You kind of had that opportunity with your brother, didn't yeah, exactly. you? Yeah, exactly. I, I kind of try to help him with the little things that I didn't have because I used to call my older brother all the time, just asking for things because he went to UCLA and just ask him how you how you did things, how how it worked for you. So I just try to give that same stuff to my little brother. So let me ask you, and, and, and correct me if I'm wrong here, but 
According to the two of you, you're the bum and he's ugly? No, nah, he's he's both, matter of fact. He's okay, bum and okay. He's ugly, so I, I just, I don't know what happened to him. He got the short end of the stick. Literally, he's short, so he got the short end of the stick. So, I mean, I just, I would hate to be him. How did that even begin where you guys started trading the, that, that with each other earlier this year? Oh, I mean, that's that's just been something we did since we've been a young young kids. I mean, growing up in our household is, is always trash talking, always trying to compete within the family. And I think that's what I do. That's what I do most of my stuff for is try to compete with my brothers and, and try to outshine them and try to make them feel embarrassed. What was a backyard football game in the Die household like growing up? Man, somebody ended up crying. <laughs> simple as that. Somebody was going inside super upset. <laughs> Either because you got the ball thrown at your face or you got hit way too hard or just you didn't like the outcome of the game. So somebody was going inside crying and upset. <laughs> oh, that's good. Did you ever think, and again, because of the way and the level that you played at and your brother played at, you probably always thought there would be a chance as young guys, as true freshmen or as freshmen, registered freshmen, whatever it's going to be, to play right away. Did you ever think, though, that you'd play right and then he'd play right away? Um, growing up, I never really thought I would play right away in college. I thought I'd be redshirting for sure. I mean, because most that's what most people do. Yeah. But when I got the opportunity to play, I mean, it was super fun. Um, when he came in, I told him the same thing: just work as hard as you can, and hopefully, you want the redshirt because it's super fun to play right away. And I, he came in and busted his tail right when he got hit the ground stone running. I mean, he really did. I mean, he was always in the he was the first one in the facility, last one leaving. So he really embraced his role and tried to do what he can do, and it paid off for him in the long run. You have better hands than him? Of course. Okay. Yeah, that's, that's, I put that on display. I don't, I don't think I, you have to, to argue with this one anymore. <laughs> that's right. I, You're right. He did. And that He's was, got evidence, uh, doesn't he? He does. Do you remember in practice the first time that you, that you hit your brother? I don't remember the first time I hit him, but I remember the first time I saw him. I remember I was just sitting there. It was the first spring practice. I looked across. I was like, wow, that's crazy. That's my little brother playing across from me with backyard football, like you said. I mean, you never, you always think about it. You always dream of it. You joke as kids, but you never think it's actually going to happen. So when it actually happened, it was super surreal and it was super fun. Amazing. It, it is. Amazing. I'm curious with your defense and your versatility. We've talked a lot about that and, and tongue-in-cheek talked about your hands, but, I mean, you played – you came in rated as a safety. Yeah. Played outside linebacker. Coach Levitt moved you to inside. I mean, you've done a lot of different things on the football field. Yeah, most definitely. Um, I just – I try to just go where the team needs me. I've never been a selfish guy. Wherever the team needs me to play, I'll do my best abilities to play at that position. I'm going to give it all I got because at the end of the day, I don't want to let my teammates down. I don't want to be the one to uh, be the reason why we don't get the outcome we want. So I try to just go out there and leave it all on the field. Cal. What does their offense bring to the table? What are you guys thinking about heading uh, into this matchup? They, they bring a lot of different things. They have two quarterbacks that run their offense really well. One, one moves really well, good athlete. They have good uh, receivers in 17 and 9, uh, and a big physical offensive line that, that knows what they're doing, and, and a great running back group that, that holds on to the ball and runs really hard. So we're looking forward to the challenges that they bring, and hopefully we can show the country again what we're made of. A team that plays two quarterbacks like they do, I mean, does that create problems for you guys? And, I mean, how, how do you approach that from a scouting standpoint with, with a team that has two quarterbacks? I mean, if, if you're going unprepared, it's going to be hard. So as long as you're watching film and understanding what quarterback brings what to the table, it, it'll make it a little bit easier. I think Coach Levitt, Coach Dennison, Coach Hayward, um, Coach Williams have done a great job of breaking down the film for us and, and showing us what they bring to the table. I mean, five's more of a running guy. Seven's more of their every-down quarterback. So as long as you can understand what packages they bring in and what, what they do with each guy, it, it makes a little bit simpler, but if you're unprepared, then it's going to be a long day. We were talking uh, during the break a little bit that 
The atmosphere at Otsa Stadium was ridiculous, wasn't it, Troy? Ridiculous, ridiculous. Fuels you guys, doesn't it? Yeah, it it definitely does. It fuels the defense for sure. I mean, because you can go out there and you can't hear anything because you know, I mean, if you can't hear anything, you know the offense can't hear anything. So it's just super fun and gets you amped up and it shows you that that the crowd really cares and, and they're into it too. So you try to give them a good show. With that in mind, you guys might actually be able to hear each other for the first time this season oh, when you're going on yeah. the road. I mean, we're, look, we're looking forward to a nice little business trip on the road. Like like coaches always say, it's a business trip for sure. Got to go down there and just and do what we have to do. But it's kind of it's going to be cool to see how we can how we can work on the road because it's our first road test of the year, and uh, we're really looking forward to it. Any keys in particular to a road game that you guys think about and talk about with the younger guys? Just stay focused. Try to eliminate as many distractions as you can because you're going to be in a hotel for most of the day. It's a 7:30 game, so we're going to be in the hotel all day basically. So just try to just lock in and stay focused and try to eliminate outside noise and distractions. Troy Dye, thanks for being here. Perfect. Thanks. Really appreciate it, buddy. School just started back up. They got their first road game, and Troy Dye kind enough to take some time and join us. One more round of applause for Troy Dye. That was great. Thanks for being here, Troy, and good luck this weekend. Our Pepsi player spotlight, Go Ducks, drink Pepsi. Coming up, we'll look around the Pac-12, talk about some of the other sports around Oregon. The Oregon Football Coaches Show continues after this from the cooler on the Oregon IMG Sports Network. Sam Weish was a quarterback, head coach, and broadcaster in the NFL. Last year, he became a heart recipient. And now I know what a miracle feels like. My new heart gave me a new mission in life, and that is to get others to sign up to be organ donors. There are over 130 million people that have already signed up. Be a part of that. Please sign up to be an organ, eye, and tissue donor. Go to organdonor.gov. U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, Health Resources and Services Administration. I rescued Toast from a shelter in 2011. I love Toast because she's a lazy diva. Toast does whatever she wants, obviously. She's sleeping right now. She's so loving. She's so comforting. When I walked into the shelter, I knew right then that she was special. Toast, Instagram star and shelter pet. Amazing adoption stories start in shelters. Start yours today. Visit theshelterpetproject.org to find a pet near you. Brought to you by Maddie's Fund, the Humane Society of the United States and the Ad Council. Whoa, long time no see. It's me, the rock t-shirt in the back of your closet. Dude, remember? You crowd surfed in me, man. But you haven't worn me in like forever. I get it, you're retired, but I still got some rock left in me. So take me to Goodwill, where I can really make a difference. Your donations to Goodwill create jobs, training programs, and education assistance for people in your community. To find your nearest donation center, go to goodwill.org. Donate stuff. Create jobs. A message from Goodwill and the Ad Council. Many medicines used to treat colds and flu contain acetaminophen, a pain reliever and fever reducer found in hundreds of over-the-counter and prescription medicines. But taking too much or more than one medication containing acetaminophen per day can damage your liver. So always read the label and don't take acetaminophen if you drink three or more alcoholic drinks every day. To learn more, visit fda.gov slash OTC pain info. A message from the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services Food and Drug Administration.
This broadcast of University of Oregon Athletics is authorized under rights granted under IMG College LLC by the University of Oregon and is intended solely for the entertainment of our listening audience. Any publication, rebroadcast, retransmission, or commercial use of the descriptions and accounts in this game without the express written consent of IMG and the University of Oregon is prohibited. The announcers are selected by IMG and approved by the University of Oregon. Back inside the cooler, the Oregon Football Coaches Show. Thanks again to Court Dennison, Troy Dye for joining us. They were outstanding, weren't they? Yeah. They were awesome. Yeah, great job. Let the friendly staff at Instaprint help you with your next print project. For everything from self-serve copies to marketing collateral and large format signs, it's easy with Instaprint. Visit either of Instaprint's two convenient locations, locally owned and operated by Duck fans. Go Ducks. All right, let's take a look at this Cal team coming up. We've heard a lot about them. I feel like this is a Cal team, Georgie, that, yeah, they're in the top 25. It's been about 13 years since both of these teams have played at the same time when they're both in the top 25. Coach Wilcox has done a great job in his second year, but I think still some things that are unknown about this Cal team. Well, don't you think that Cal and the Cal fans are probably saying the same thing that we did last week before the Stanford game, and that is, well, I don't know. I don't know enough about this team. North Carolina is not very good. They played Idaho State. They beat a pretty good BYU team. There's no doubt about that, but I still think they're trying to figure out, are we or are we not a top 25 or top 20 team? So it almost seems like Cal's in the exact same position that Oregon was last week prior to the Stanford game. I feel like this is a Cal team that it could come down to a quick start for, for Oregon. I mean, if if they start fast, the Ducks that is, all of a sudden Cal might be on their heels a little bit with that Playmaking defense, though, seven interceptions this year. Yeah, seven interceptions, a bunch against North Carolina in the opening game. They haven't been scored on hardly at all. No points in the first quarter. I think six points in the first half of all three games. So if you could jump quick like you did on Stanford, uh, you could put a little bit of a dent in them right off the bat because they're not used to being scored on early in the game. So if you're able to do that and then finish the job, well, I'll tell you what, this last week, uh, I, th- I think they showed, Oregon's team showed you real quickly, offense and defense, what they can do. You know, a couple of hiccups on a couple of major mistakes, unfortunately, that cost them the game. But, uh, man, oh, man, this team, I think, that the, the sky is the limit for them. And I, but they've got to take it to the next week. They've got to take it. You, it's, not, it's not what you did last week. It's what have you done for me lately. So you've got to take it to Cal this week. And the Ducks did struggle on the road last year. Yeah. You know, this was a team that did not win a game on the road in conference a year ago. And I, I, think, that, I think that's part of why maybe it's important to, to get going quick. And, you know, I think back to two years ago. Justin Herbert's first road Pac-12 start was two years ago in Berkeley. Six touchdowns, tied the school record. Boy, we knew how good he was. That's kind of a coming out party yeah. for, for him then. It really was. It really was. And, uh, you know, so he returns back there with obviously a couple of more years and a few more pounds on top of him and a great offensive line doing what they're doing, but even a better defense. I mean, I look at, again, like we talked about, I look at the stats of Oregon's defense right now, and it's operating the way it's supposed to. Die, Apelu, Hollins, and Jelks lead the team in tackles. And then Amadi falls after that. And when you look at the defensive line, Valio, Scott, and Bay or have 43 between them. So the defensive line's tying things up. You let the athletes do what they do mm-hmm. and then just eliminate the big plays that Stanford was able to spring on Oregon. If you could do that, I think you're in great shape. The two quarterbacks anybody, system, by the way. Uh, the two-quarterback system has, has worked well for them uh, at times, but I think at times it's also been a little inconsistent. The running game uh, might be real key for, for Cal to take some pressure off those dual quarterbacks, but 
The Ducks have sure been stout against the run. Yeah, I mean, Patrick Laird has been pretty good this over the last year, year and a half. He's, he's been bang, banged up a little bit so far this year. But, you know, one of the things about Laird out of the backfield is he's their leading receiver in relation to receptions, too. That's not something that Oregon's seen so far this year. They haven't seen a lot of passes thrown to the backfield. Somebody coming out of the backfield as a key receiver. And they're not just screen passes. They're swings. They like to get them out in the flat. So they're going to they're gonna have a lot more field to defend with the way Cal runs their offense, let alone quarterbacks that can move. That's, that's something they haven't really seen so far this year. So they got a challenge ahead of them, no doubt about it. I mean, Justin Wilcox is a heck of a coach. And, uh, you know, Steve Greatwood, who previously coached here, coaches down there, he's got a great offensive line. They are well coached, and they'll be ready to play just like Oregon will be. A couple guys that are 50-50, according to Coach Cristobal today. Austin Fallyu 50-50. Tony Brooks-James, 50-50 to get a run. And I think with, with Austin Fallyu though, boy, the depth on the defensive line, I thought, was on display against Stanford. Drayton Carlberg made some big plays. Yeah. Gary Baker as well. Nice to see that. Yeah, you look at Carlberg getting even more healthy. So if you're not able to play Fallyu you're pretty good shape right there and, and Gary Baker's playing really well I mean there was a play in that game where he and Jordan Scott went one two on that defensive line and just blew it up textbook volleyball's at home this weekend soccer's on the road against an undefeated Washington State team tomorrow actually a lot going on and the Ducks will travel on Friday to get down to Berkeley a 7:30 kickoff Woo. from Memorial Stadium that means a 5.30 pregame for us. I'm looking forward to it. That's late. I'm not looking forward to the time we get home, though. It could be worse. Oh, jeez. It yeah, could be worse. You're right, yeah. going to two, If you had a 7.30 game in Tucson, <laughs> that would be worse. Thanks again to Court Dennison and Troy Dye for joining us. Terry John's up here. Mike Jorgensen. I'm Joey Mack. Thanks to the cooler. Thanks for being here, everybody. We appreciate it. Again, no show next week with the bye week. We'll talk to you from Berkeley on Saturday. This has been the Oregon Football Coaches Show, presented by The Cooler, voted Eugene's number one sports bar on the Oregon IMG Sports Network. The Oregon Football Coaches Show has also been brought to you by Pepsi. Go Ducks, drink Pepsi. The executive producer of the Oregon IMG Sports Network is Tim Fernetti. Associate producers Chris Ferris and Chris Bjork. Coordinating producers Kate Hughes, Joey Mack, and Rob Joyce. Network manager Stephen Hartzell. I'm staff announcer Jeff Lawrence with a special thanks to University of Oregon Athletics Director Rob Mullins. The Oregon Football Coaches Show is an exclusive presentation of IMG, America's home for college sports. Let's jump into Peppa's world of play. Look for spring flowers, hunt for muddy puddles, and bravely explore exciting places with Peppa play sets. Peppa Pig. Inspiring kid confidence.